Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everyone and welcome to another episode of On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com or whatever you're listening to us on. Thank you for joining us. I say day to my co-host, Walshy. How are you, buddy? You say a very good day to me. Uh, I'm good. Where have you been, Tony? Bali, Darwin, back to Bali. You haven't been on the show for a while, that's for sure. No, I was uh, being questioned over different things. Well, probably about going to Darwin, then Bali, then Darwin and Bali. How's your boogie board bag? <laughs> uh, it's been used. <laughs> been used. Uh, Lyle, hello to you. Uh, how you going, mate? How you doing? Good, yeah, fantastic. Was, uh... Relaxed and refreshed. And Now, you look it. You look it. You Thank deserve you. it, to be honest, Tony. You... I've got the incense uh, burning a... in the background here. To be fair, he's got a filter on his screen, so that's why yeah. he looks so relaxed. Yeah. How, how hard is it for you to put in annual leave with your eight different jobs and synchronizing your annual leave? What if one of the one of the companies you are uh, employed by denies no, that I would have seven jobs left, Lyle? <laughs> on the turnbuckle, did deny it, Lyle. <laughs> I was going to say that. I've um I, I don't know if you guys have been watching. I'm, Tony will be all over it. The new Gladiators uh, docu series. Yes, how cool! The American. Thought, yeah. yeah, Tony. Tony would be the an Australian version. But after his uh, trip to Bali, Darwin, Bali, he might be on sixty minutes in the <laughs> Al Corby number two doco. Ah, uh, he'll be on um, is... border control. That is a that is a crazy doco though, isn't it? On the Gladiators. Yeah, it's actually what really a good. Shit went down. Yeah, but but okay. So I'm, I'm, a lot of people will watch it. I I think I, it'll get a following, and plus it's got I haven't that, seen it yet. That sports entertainment yeah. crossover. How was it the Australian version? Was there a lot of people getting injured? Like, because this is yeah, 100%. barbaric when they had no idea what was happening at yeah. the early stages. What were the injuries like on uh, the Australian? No, massive injuries, uh, ACLs, and and all that sort of stuff from people falling. From towers and you know just tower of the gladiator ankles. or the actual tower? No, no, the actual towers that they were fighting on and stuff. Uh, ankles, multiple yeah. ankles, Tony, and Tony pecs, got larynge- a lot of pecs. Tony got laryngitis once. Well, your pec tears a lot when you're on uh, the um, yeah the peptides. Well, when yeah. you and but when you're hanging and stuff like that, a lot of you know there was a lot of that yeah. sort of. Ex- you be at your no, 110 a- kilos doing. Uh, you know, ninja Monkey warrior balls. stuff. You're probably yeah. a bit too big to be doing stuff like that. Oh, it's good. Oh, I I hope they do an Australian version, Tony, and they film you. And Tony's one oh, of that'd the be lovely. Heads. That that would actually be really, really good. I, I yeah. might lose a couple of friends, but there's plenty <laughs> of stories <laughs> to tell. You should you should pitch it. Plenty of stories to tell. Yeah, we could produce it. On the turnbuckle, yeah. could produce it. Yeah, well, for sure. we 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 already know we know Vulcan. Yep. Yeah. Well, what's Mike Whitney doing these days? Bloody nothing. Giving fifty dollars to people in Rundle Street Mall still, <laughs> or getting caught with dope in his back pocket, one or the other. <laughs> Allegedly. No, no, it happened. Allegedly. <laughs> it definitely happened. <laughs> you might get sacked off this production already. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not a good idea. Uh, probably not a good stuff. idea. Hey, Is John uh, Alexander listen- still alive? Uh, yeah, but absolutely refuses to acknowledge that he was ever involved in Gladiators. Be a what? smart tactic, I think. Refuses to acknowledge. Reckons it nearly killed his career. He didn't have a Not career. He's had a one, tennis but... player. <laughs> <laughs> He's done anything since. How can you be Four a politician before. if you're in Gladiators? Come on. Yeah, no, nah, he uh, doesn't want to know about it. Hey, uh, let's introduce our guest, why don't we? 
Our guest tonight, boys, is a guy that gets a massive opportunity at MCW Ballroom Brawl this weekend. He comes up against Buddy Murphy for no. the... No. No? That's his old name. Oh, Buddy what's Matthews. his name now? That is not Come like you, Tony, Matthews, to get a wrestler's sorry. name no. right. <laughs> <laughs> Do I start again? No. No? no. <laughs> okay. Uh, Buddy Matthews. Tommy, Tommy Knight, is that you? That's me, mate. How you oh, doing? God, I got one right anyway. Uh, mate, congratulations on getting this opportunity. We are all in the Tommy Knight camp. We're so right behind you, mate, and hope you have a fantastic night. Well, thank you very much, boys. Tell us about um, the anxiety heading into such a big match. Ah, uh, look, I think I've got that question from everyone in Melbourne. So it's. Uh, well, well, let me rephrase it then. Are you yeah, nervous? yeah, yeah. Not really. <laughs> These things are supposed to get easier with guys that are really good. So, uh, oh, you know, it's. I like it. So, you know, being in there with someone like Buddy is. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's it's supposed to be something that I can enjoy, you know, learn something from, but nerves as far as like, oh, you know, facing somebody that's, you know, been to WWE. It's cool. It was great. Like, he's, he's really good, but that's where it's like, he's really good, so it should be good. Yeah, and look, who hits harder? Um... Who hits harder? Yeah. I outweigh him by 40 kilos, so I sure hope I do. I like it. It's going to be ridiculous, Tony. They're going to beat mm. the shit out of each other. And we're going to be there to see it live. Yeah. Really well, I like to wrestle. Looking forward to it. Mate, uh, what, in, in your lead-up to this fight, uh, do you do anything different? Do you train any differently? Um, a lot of it is just preparing my cardio as best I can, trying to be as injury-free as I can be. Like... Th- the one thing about wrestling is, and you will find this with almost everyone, is um, you'll never hear about how injured people are going into a match. Like even on TV, guys that wrestle every week, they're like none of them are ever healthy. You will almost never see somebody that's fully healthy, mm-hmm. and it's it's just when you don't wrestle every every week, like uh, like most of the guys in Australia, um, a lot of it is just making sure that you get to a show in the best condition that you can. So that's more the training that I do at the moment. The last like cardio, months, cardio and not hurting yourself. Yeah. The last 12 months or so, you've had, even last two or three years, you've had some huge matches like um, your series against Slex uh, before you became tag team partners um, were some of the best matches I've seen in Australia ever. Um what is it about when you get into a ring with someone and the chemistry is just there? Um, a lot of it is if you have a lot of the same ideals for wrestling. So wrestling slacks was pretty easy in the sense that he's been to Noah, he's been all over Japan, and a lot of that is the places that I want to go, the, the, the wrestling that I enjoy and the wrestling that I go out of my way to watch. So when there's like that that merging of ideologies it makes it a lot easier and you know he's really good so it helps <laughs> and he's only been good for the last what 30 years he's been around yeah exactly yeah it's he doesn't look it but jesus <laughs> i think he he's came been around, around he's been around since he, he's been around since he's like 15 years old so it's uh mm. it's pretty crazy yeah and it looks like he just got off the mr olympia stage Mm-hmm. All the time, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's great standing next to that. <laughs> the different kind of strong. Um, <laughs> you say you say that, but um, your look is something that actually stands you apart and makes you look different and special, like your gear, your presentation, than everyone else. So, um, you you joke about you don't want to stand next to Slex, but there'll be a lot of blokes who don't want to stand next to you. Yeah, there is like, there's a part of that, that I, it took a long time to understand. Cause like, and I, again, if you talk to anybody in wrestling, 98% of people across the world, they have their own body image issues. They've got all their body dysmorphia and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm no different. Um, But they got, it, it came to a point where I had to get comfortable in 
what I could do differently and and what nobody else could really bring to the table. And that being bigger than everybody, like just a physical presence. It's something that, um, you know, Bronson Reed had for years over everybody. Is just, he was big. He was really big. He was really strong. And, you know, obviously he's like super talented as well, but that was part of his image. And that was something that I was like, when he, when he moved on, there was a really big hole to fill. And it just happened to be that, you know, I was the next thing that could really step into that same role of being the monster across Australia. So as um, far as like being physically bigger than everyone, that's, yeah. that's, I see what you're saying. Having said yeah. that, haven't we all wanted to be as jacked as Slex, you know? Yeah. And my it's... allergic, me being allergic to the gym and working out doesn't help with that situation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there. Oh. I'm still in my bulking phase. Um, yeah, I've been yeah. in the bulking phase as long as Slex's been wrestling. So, and I've decided but... to adopt your physique, Tommy. Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, a shock that wrestlers that are running around in speedos have body dysmorphia. Like, yeah, it's got to be tough. But you know, there's only a handful of super heavyweights in australia no, exactly so, yeah and that's a good thing yeah it's not for everybody and a lot of the people that get there are like they're not a lot of the people and this is like this is not just an australia thing this is you watch any american indies you watch british indies japanese indies um a lot of the super heavyweights can't move hmm it's like that's that's the reality of being a person that's 120 130 kilos or or heavier like i'm 140 kilos i'm lucky that i have the mobility that i've got with you with your training tommy how do you um balance the two getting enough cardio in so that you can have a 25 minute banger with slacks but then having the power so that you can throw people around and look intimidating um for me i'm pretty lucky i don't lose i put on muscle mass really easily but i the, at the other side of that is that i put on body fat really easily and i don't lose it very quickly like either of them so i can focus a lot on trying to improve my cardio and focusing on that without being worried about trimming down yeah or like lo losing strength and size because it it takes a long time for me i i cannot go to the gym for a month and i will still have a natural naturally higher base level strength than mm. most people without like obviously if i'm going to the gym and regularly and working out properly i'm much stronger than than otherwise but having that base level be pretty high is something that i'm lucky to have because then i can focus on the stuff that i'm bad at I mean, what really... is what is what is sorry Tony? Yeah, what, what does your cardio look like for when you know, you're 140 kilos? I'm tipping you're not pounding the pavement, running three or four k's. No, you know, uh, a lot of it is um like hit training, so just high intensity interval training. A lot of it is so like I would almost never try and run distance. So a lot of my stuff is sprint training. If I'm going to do something like that, uh, just things that elevate the heart rate and keep it as high as, it, as I can for, for like a good 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes and do that three or four days a week. I'm really impressed that you know your body so well. And it goes back to your comment earlier of trying to make sure that you don't carry injuries into big matches. The, the fact that you know your body so well, you must know the limits you can take it to and not take it beyond to make sure that you do keep yourself in peak fitness and also in in uh out of injury territory yeah i think that's uh that's something that gets lost a lot in in wrestling training is like we're lucky where so i'm from wrestle rampage that's the dojo that i train at and, um i'm very lucky with the coaches that i have there because so many of them are so involved in parts of the fitness industry so they really hammer that home they teach that they give you lessons to take home and apply to your own training um and so a lot of that is body awareness and and understanding the difference between being tired you know when you're gassed and everything hurts mm. like everybody's been there when it's like when you run a i don't know a couple of k's and everything is just painful but there's a difference between being in pain and being hurt and finding that difference is important. 
We've spoken yeah. about the physicality of you, the mentality of you. How strong are you mentally in regards to being in the ring? Um, I think at this point, I've been in the ring with a lot of people that are really, really talented. So, you know, I feel at this point, I'm doing something right. Um, so I like to think I'm pretty mentally strong. I, it's, it takes a lot to really shake me when I'm out there. Afterwards, yeah. I'm usually like, yeah, oh, I hated that. That was the worst thing I've ever done. Yeah. But I've said that about almost every match I've ever had. Um, but as far as like in the moment, something goes wrong or something, somebody gets hurt, whatever. I'm usually, I've I've been trained well enough and I've been in the ring with enough people that are, you know, super experienced and, and just just get it to be able to follow that lead. Yeah. Well, touching on that, and you 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 don't have to answer if you don't want to, but the the um, like the blood to, in the water. I want to know what this question is then. No, the blood in the water show. No, talking about the injuries in the match. Obviously, everyone in Thornbury Theatre realised Mitchie was hurt. How much does that change the match during? And like you said, you've been in the ring with a lot of experienced people. And that's a quick, if you're quickly shuffling on the fly, is is that what you're talking about? Yeah, definitely. That's part of it. So that four way was a little bit cursed because we all came away from that worse for wear. And that was like, you're talking about four dudes that all have experience. They're all really talented. They all know what they're doing. That's supposed to be like the four best wrestlers in, in MCW, for the, at least for that show. And everybody got everybody came away with something that was just yeah every way everybody came away with an injury and obviously poor mitch got the got the worst of it and he got put on the shelf again for however long he's going to be away which is you know i i hope he comes back i hope uh i hope that doesn't put him away for good but something like that and being able to change things on the fly and being able to be confident in that's that's what we train for. That's the way that I always describe it is I don't train for things to go right. I train for things to go wrong. When everything's going right, I don't have to think. I don't have to do anything. I just have to keep going and everything's great. But when something goes wrong, when somebody misses something, when somebody slips, when somebody has a, just a blank or or has a deer in the headlights moment, that's the stuff that you that you train for. Now, you're quite experienced now. Last time we spoke to you was probably a couple of years ago. You done a lot less traveling at that stage interstate um and since then you're basically a man in demand in victoria especially um what's it what's it like to um to see the hard work you were doing in south australia start to get noticed and rewarded in other states i think a lot of it is i'm i feel very lucky so i've been taken i've been obviously had people take care of me very very well interstate so melbourne they've been fantastic with me like every interaction i've had with anything to do with mcw has been great so i'm i can't i don't have a bad word to say about mcw same with uh i've i've gone a lot to slam in canberra and that's a that's a really big up-and-coming thing that a lot of i wish a lot more people would take notice of interstate because that is some of the most fun i've ever had in wrestling it is five it's always like five six hundred people crowd they're really loud they enjoy it but again i've been taken care of really well there um so very grateful that people see me as somebody to be like yeah okay you know our show would be improved by having this guy on it the ball boom ball of course gives somebody the opportunity to put their hand up and say i want to take on the heavyweight champion should that be you the heavyweight champion after saturday night uh, is there anyone in that group of 20 that you would like to come up against in the next 12 months? Edward Dusk. Edward Dusk is somebody that has been a staple of Wrestle Rampage for a little while now. Um, and I see him as a very close equivalent. Not obviously different, but as a very close equivalent to myself of started around the same time that I did had to come up through a bunch of stuff like uh, like a, a bunch of, of older guys that had a lot of spots that there was no real room when he started and it was the same with me I came up in a, a show full of absolute killers um yeah 
Dusky. Didn't even hesitate. No, that was that. no, he didn't. Did he? Been thinking didn't about. He's looking no, he forward to a dust match. That's that's what that uh, tells me. Now, every time we talk to wrestlers, and uh, uh, Edward Dusk's name comes up a lot. Um, a lot of people respect what he does inside the ring, what he does outside the ring, and who he is as a bloke as well. Um, what is it about Edward Dusk? Do you think that um, makes him so popular with other workers in Australia? He is somebody that genuinely loves wrestling, and that is something that not a lot of us can say. You know, as much as the deeper you get into wrestling, you find so many people hate it. They like they don't they they love wrestling, but everything around it they hate. And Dusk is just one of those dudes that seems to be able to find the positives in in all of it. And he's creative. He doesn't take things from people he's really like he comes up with a lot of his own stuff he he will have a conversation with anybody about anything they want to talk about um like as a dude he's just like he's super approachable about wrestling about anything really but like particularly when if we're if we're talking strictly wrestling he'll talk to anybody about anything um he's always got a perspective that's worth listening to which is like especially given like as you said, I'm more experienced now, but the more experienced I get, the more I realize how little I know about wrestling and same with him, but he's still, because he's got such a good mind for wrestling. Um, he's always got something worth worthwhile to, to have input on. Good Tigers man as well, Tony. Yep. No, oh, <laughs> I was, a, I was a fan until then. <laughs> yeah, that'll hey, do it. Tommy, you've really, catapulted into the stratosphere of wrestling here in Australia in the, the last couple of years, particularly you've really stepped up and, and taken on the, the, the bigger and better roles. Is there a pivotal moment or is there a, a moment in time just past that last say two years or so that you think changed the world for you? Was it a particular match? Was it something that just happened? Um, if I had to say it, I think it was that first sex match that I had. Um, that seemed to be where it was like, uh, you know, see how good you really are. Um, and that'll be and we'll, based off of that. So if I, if you're asking me, if I had to guess, I would say there were no concrete plans for me to be a, a consistent part of the MCW roster. And then because of how well that went, that yeah. first, because that first match I had with him was like, I thought that was really good. I was really, really happy. It was amazing. That. It was amazing. Oh, thank you. Um, and then the second one we had was the False Count Anywhere match, and that went really well. And then from there, it's just been like, okay, so he and I work together really well. You know, we get along. Um, I get along with everybody in that locker room. And that was the other thing is there was this this sudden shift away from what MCW had been for so long that there was now room. That was probably the other. So the two, I think that the 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 two parts of that of it going better than me than I think anybody really expected it to be, and there suddenly being this this vacuum of a lot of these guys that MCW was built around are gone. Um, there's only a few holdovers. There's now space. Bring in a whole bunch of fresh new people create a fresh new energy for the crowd, like get in, get a new crowd, a whole bunch of new people started watching MCW and they weathered, uh, a, I remember they weathered a couple of shows where it's like the attendance wasn't what they were used to, especially mm. a show that has the, the track record of MCW. And then all of a sudden it was like, it's back to being as strong as it's ever been. The brand is really, really doing well. Yeah. You even noticed that in the crowd where there was a couple of shows that the, the wrestling was still very good. Um, but the crowds were it was that COVID time as well where people were getting used to the new normal people yeah. were scared to buy tickets and commit to things um but i feel like you're right that there is a completely new crowd now it's different different faces around the mc the mcw um audience than what we used to see and that's a credit to the guys running it oh for sure they've done a really good job regular yep. regular sell outs now Hottest mm, ticket in yeah. town. Gonna have to watch it on fight if you haven't already got a ticket. Tony's got a ticket. We've got tickets. Speaking of hot tickets, uh, did you pick up uh, Taylor Swift tickets? I did actually. Yeah, there mm. you go. Yeah, we so. got a. We got it. Um, so we're going to the Sydney show. Couldn't get in the Melbourne show. It was released too late. So. 
what weekend is that? Throw it out there. Any promoters you might be able to get booked at the same time? <laughs> Mid February. Yeah, that's ego. Just tell me not it's going to be just... in Sydney. <laughs> yeah, feel free to run a show. Yeah, well, he'll be too busy shake, shake, shaking it off. So. Oh, exactly. <laughs> uh, what what uh, like interests outside of wrestling uh, do you have? And does those you know, interests, do they in- influence you know, into your wrestling at all? Um, I like, I love almost any sport. Um, I will pick a team and follow it. Um, Robbie Hart is the, like, I, he's my guy to talk to about any sport because he will pick a team and follow it and don't be a diehard for it. So he's somebody that I have a lot of conversations with about everything. Uh, gaming. Uh, I feel like that's most of the world, most of the wrestling world. Um, what else? Anime. Taylor Swift. <laughs> I think that's a that's a good start. Yeah. What are you playing gaming at the minute? Uh, I so a lot of people are, are into Fortnite. I like Overwatch, and that's been my uh, the bane of my existence for the last you know year. I've just got into Candy Crush. Stop. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, can you right stop sending me I was able to play it on the plane while we we're heading over to Bali, so it was good. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, you're only 3,000 levels to go, Tony. You'll be fine. Uh, yes, yeah. exactly. I'm not sending you any lives anymore. Stop it. Uh, knock that out on the weekend. We'll talk about your, your goals for the, for the remainder of this year, and I'm not too sure if it's uh, too early to look into next year if you've got any win the MCW title is the first one well that's that that's is, already uh... t- Tony already gave that tick of approval that's that's, <laughs> that's in the bag you reckon that's it oh yeah yeah for sure <laughs> well uh, we can we can only say we can only go on past performances here when we mm. spoke to Mitch Waterman about winning the title the night he was going for he won it yep so it, it's true. happened before mate you, and when you we come on, on the turnbuckle you're coming on the turnbuckle, and next match, bang, you're champion. Good luck, Charm. So uh, thank you for having me uh, before that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, be like, have you, like, Ballroom Brawl is the biggest MCW show of the year. It's um, it's basically the most sold-out show I think they've had. I think um, people were messaging everyone, begging for tickets. Um, so it is a huge show. So to have... You versus Buddy Matthews um, for the title at that show with a, what I'm assuming will be the hottest crowd in Melbourne. Um, what's how excited are you? Like, not, let's not talk nerves. What's the excitement levels? I'm always excited to to, to wrestle in front of a, the MCW crowd. They they've been really really good every time I've been there. And, you know, wrestling somebody like Buddy that's going to be like. It's going to be hard for anybody else to, you know, to follow it and to follow us and top him and top me. So it's always exciting to be able to be part of a, a, a red hot crowd. It's the stuff that we, you know, that's why we do it. Yeah. Well, we're excited that you were able to come on and have a chat to us before such a big uh, bout for you, mate, on the weekend. We wish you all the best, as we said, and uh, hopefully next time we have a chat to you, and that'll probably be Saturday night at the uh, after the MCW night, we get a chance to chat to you as the champion of MCW. Fingers crossed for you. Post-match celebration, oh, you're saying, Tony? Yeah, you maybe. Much. We do have yeah. one question, though, oh. from um, Rocky oh. Monero. Oh, yeah? He wants to know what your um what your standard Villies order is. Oh, how much time you got? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We'll go a, cons- a conservative order. Start with the meat pie. Start with the Villies pie. Marinated chicken and chips with a little salad on the side, oh. vanilla milkshake, and either another uh, with another meat pie. And if I'm feeling especially peckish, I'll find something for dessert. Oh, sorry, and the and the chalky donut. There you go. The <laughs> vanilla milkshake, mate. We are brothers from another mother. I love Good, another. Mother. You're the much older brother, Tony. Yeah, that's man right. Culture. A man of culture. Are you a farm? Are you a farmers' union man? Oh, of course, have yeah, to be. Course. It's uh, have to be South Australian. I, exactly. I can't be South Australian and not. And, be. and flavor. Uh, either I'm going to go iced coffee or uh, chocolate. Yeah, there you go. 
What's mm. for people who aren't in South Australia? What the hell is a pie floater, and is it mustard? Oh, well, she. Okay, uh, pie floater is a meat pie that is swimming in pea soup. Yep, uh, with tomato. It is really good. And the best it's place to get it, and I think the only place to get it, maybe, or the, definitely the best place to get it, is a little van just outside the Adelaide Casino. That's probably the best place to get it. The it's not the only place to get it. You find it at like at, at you go to Villies, you'll find it. But um, <laughs> yeah, look, pie floater is a. It's not much to look at, but it is a South Australian delicacy. And if you get a chance, you head down to uh, Woolamaloo in Sydney as well. Uh, Harry's Cafe de Wheels do the pie floaters there as well in Sydney. If you're over there. Well, he really? will be there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be busy, though. <laughs> Taylor, yeah. Taylor Swift might go there for a bite. Yeah, never. Before we oh, let you go, oh, can you Wrestle Rampage have a show? Is it August 5th? Yes. Uh, August 5th at the Line Arts Factory. Rampage Conquest 2. Mm-hmm. Eight wrestlers, one dream. Talk us through it. Give us a final plug before we let you go. <laughs> so it's a... It's... Probably one of the biggest tournaments in the country. They happen to bring in all, like a lot of special talents, a very good showcase for either a lot of the a lot of the old guard, a lot of the guys that have held titles all across the country. So someone like uh, David Storm was one of the features last year. Won't um, be this year. No, he's still in Disneyland. Sorry, is he still in Disneyland at the moment? Or is no, he going back? no, he's still no, in rehab though. Yeah. yeah, he'll be in rehab for some time. Yeah. Uh, I hope to see him back soon, but. It's uh, it's an opportunity and a showcase for a lot of people to take the next step, and that is the goal this time. So last time it was for a shot at me, when I was the Australian national champion, and now that I'm the champion and I've decided that I'm going to be in it, it's for the Australian national championship. Ballsy move, putting your title up in a tournament. Love it. Thank you. What do you win if you win? Bragging rights. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Do something that nobody it. else has ever done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. All right, mate. We wish Thanks, you all boys. the best for Saturday night, buddy. We'll be there watching and cheering on. And uh, we look forward to having a chat to you again soon. Thanks, boys. Tommy Knight joining us here on the Turnbuckle. Welcome to Intermission. <laughs> Back, second part of the program, and we all wish Tommy Knight a uh, all the best for this week. It's going to be a big job. You team Tommy or team Buddy Tony? Uh, if I'm if I if I'm going to be team the winner, then I'll be team Buddy. What are you talking about? During the interview, you said you're team Tommy. Uh, just because he's not on the interview. Now. Here we go. No worries. Classic Tony. Yeah. I am. Um, I'm team. Team Tommy all the way. Yeah, Team Tommy. Come on. I'm I'm team. Let's have a great match. You hope you hope everyone has a good time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Good. That's what we'd like to see. All right, let's get uh, into our other things that we need to talk about, and there is plenty to talk about as well. Uh, lead us off, Law, because my outlook isn't opening up. Well, for your run sheet, not, <laughs> yeah, not like us to be uh, prepared. <laughs> Bloody hell. We, come on, we just come off weeks. an hour production meeting before hitting record. What is it? I'm, I'm tipping it's the GCW versus Renegades announcement. That'll do. We'll go with that one. That'll do to start yeah. off with. Nah, that's that's massive. That's massive for Australian wrestling. You know, and, and it's not just Melbourne, obviously. You know, we, we love the show there. But, you know, the end of August, you got Friday the 25th in, in Sydney. You know, Saturday the 26th is in Melbourne. Sunday the twenty seventh is in Brisbane. Brisbane are always seem to that they get left out. 
in big things like this. So Apologies sure to get Perth, who always do get left out. Yeah. But, um, well, Perth's yeah. another country. It's, um, it's a passport stamp to get there these days, I think. So there's uh, uh, I'm particularly excited because Makiito is coming to Australia for the first time. Yeah, that's huge. That, that, that could be a drawing card on her own. I think I think she is. I think um, huge profile, um, unique performer, and to have her is a real coup. And then you you marry that up with everyone else that they've got on this show with Effie and Janella and Vikingo. Yeah, Gringo um, Loco. I, I think it's a good mix of the GCW um, yeah. roster. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be some hardcore wrestling added. To the to the shows as well, just so that it's uh, in keeping with that um, GCW feel. And credit to Renegades, a lot of work went into this. They've been working on this deal for I'm gonna say three or four months um, yep. when I first got wind that it might happen. And um, to get the deal happen, to get the rest, pretty much everyone they asked for, bar one or two, um, is great. And hopefully, the way you, I trust Renegades to book it in a way where the Australian talent gets showcased as equal to, not less than, and that's going to be really big. And of course, we're so lucky that one of the best female wrestlers in the world, Rena Yamashita, is coming. No. What? What do you mean, no? She hasn't been announced. Well, you got a scoop there, have you, Tony? No, no, I haven't got a scoop, but she's just one of the uh, great talents from over there. I would have thought she that- is. But, oh, you're just on the GCW roster, just throwing out names. No, no, no. no. I, I know who she is. No, no. I'm saying, is, are you looking at an announcement or you just... No, no. Just I'm saying. just saying, I, I would have thought that she would have been coming. Well, she said that some of the best wrestlers, apart from one or two, I would have thought that she'd be yeah. in that. You can't, you can't get everyone. And obviously, you know, bring Not out a whole roster to, to Australia. And, you know, some, some of these guys and girls, they'll be booked elsewhere. You know, because it's a pretty quick turnaround. You know, it's yeah. only what's five, you know, five, six weeks away. Yeah. Um, you know, seven weeks. Um, so that's actually good. It's a good coup, you know, for Australian wrestling. Could be another shot in the arm, give us a bit more buzz. Um, what's happening here? Tony's just sharing his screen. Oh, yeah, you, you did. You found it. I like it. I found it. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's good. You know, yeah. Credit well, to I mean, pulling this off. This is great. Yeah, I mean, Impact were here last weekend, so a lot of wrestlers getting a lot of opportunities this year. NWA were here earlier that in the good. year, so yeah. Um, oh, we'll talk. We'll just we'll skip over a couple of things and we'll go back to it. But the you brought up the Impact tour from all the buzz online, total success. You know the the Australian wrestlers got got the shine. Um, Impact are. Honestly, I've heard, I've, heard, I've heard mixed things, to be honest. Yeah. I've um, only heard good things. So, yeah, you know, oh, I know good. the Aussie showcase on the Sunday was a bit light, but Sunday is going to be tough. Yeah, I think it was booked in a way, like it was promoted in a way that made it seem like it was an afterthought. That That's my one criticism. Like, yeah, free tickets, 90 minutes. Like, the, the Aussie probably should have been given a little bit more, but. Yeah. Um, and and if you got people driving to Wagga Wagga, they've got to come home on the Sunday. You know? Yeah. You got to actually give them something to hang around on the Sunday if it's um, you know, but that, that's fine. Um, you know, Robbie Eagles versus Brooksy is always a always a good match Absolute on top draw of any card. card so. One hundred percent. Yeah. I, no. Hopefully, it was success for Impact. We see him out here more. Because, uh, you know, they're going under the radar and doing great stuff at the minute. It's just, uh, unfortunately, there's so many hours of wrestling yeah. on American TV at the minute. I don't think I've watched a minute of Impact since Hulk Hogan was there. Since Brian, since they sacked <laughs> Brian Nobbs. <laughs> yeah, so. But no, I've, just but, been on, I've just been on holiday, so I don't have any money in the bank, but who does? <laughs> Well, uh, Damien Priest and uh, EO Sky have both got some money in the bank after the weekend. Yeah. So 
Um, I actually enjoyed the show. It was um, both the ladder matches were great. The women's match had one of the more creative finishes to a ladder match that you're going to see. Is that with the handcuffs? Um, and yeah. Stuff? But, oh, I didn't watch the show. I've only, seen, I've only seen clips. It was really well set up because they brought the handcuffs out pretty early and um, had it fought off. And then you didn't see them again until right at the end when That's Becky smart. used it as a weapon. Yep. And then a second later, she's handcuffed to Bailey and um, Eos climbs over the both of them. So there was lots of uh, set up payoffs. It was like a good movie script. So that match was really well done. Um, and then the bloodline stuff is epic, epic. Um, so be interesting to see what the fallout of that is this week. But um, Roman being pinned for the first time in three and a half years by big by main event Jay Uso. So yeah, it was yeah. it was great. Wasn't he the the last person to pin him as well? No, nah, Baron Corbin was. Oh, ba- oh, geez, what a way to start <laughs> it. Well. If you get pinned by Baron Corbin, you deserve to not be pinned for another three and a half years, to be fair. Mm. Um, yeah, all, all reports. It's just very good. The crowd crowd loves it. This has been a good storyline, this Bloodline Civil War, hasn't it? It's built for a, a nice period of time. It's built a couple of years. The ratings back up. Ratings yeah. are going up as people are watching less TV, which is the first time in however long it's been that ratings have gone the other way. They're not just holding, they're actually growing. So it's on the back of this storyline, that's for sure. Um, so it's working. Whatever they're doing, it'll, it's working. It'll be interesting to see what happens now that this story, you'd say, is almost played out. Um, so maintaining that, it'll be interesting to see what they've got, if they've got anything that can um, maintain it. Yeah. So what what is it? they got the trial this weekend of... Yeah, that's some sort of, of a Roman. tribal... A tribal trial. Um, yeah. So I'm sure Roman's got a got something up his sleeve for that. How how, how was the men's ladder match? Because like, I've seen a couple of the 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 gifts. Was that a car crash? Like it normally? Yeah, is? it was. It was a car crash. It was entertaining. Um, There's a couple of spots you'd probably wish blokes don't don't do again. The ricochet and um, <laughs> Logan Paul. Uh, that's good uh, for wrestling Twitter. Spanish fly like. almost landed on their head. Um, well, almost. I'm pretty sure one of them did. But I feel like yeah, that's what, if that's Ricochet, what you expect from Ricochet, I feel like Ricochet half over rotated him at the end to save him. Like I feel like yeah. if Ricochet wasn't in that spot, we may not have a Logan Paul anymore. Yeah. Well, mm. they're going to have a match. Yeah, they, they continue that. Like. So yeah, they've, they've been building them since Royal Rumble. That's. Uh... That's an interesting matchup. Well, they'll Ricochet and him will do some. There'll be some viral moments, and uh, Grayson Waller got to be in the ring with John Cena. That's uh, I thought he was in the ring on his own. I didn't see him. Yeah. Yes, Dad. Yeah. So WrestleMania hmm. in the UK, huh? Or Australia? Oh, well, <laughs> we we can only hope. Wishful. WrestleMania's things. two nights now, Lyle. Yeah, well, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, send half the crew here, <laughs> half the crew there. Hey, you just got to get the production staff. I don't see how that's going to work from the UK to here. But that, can I ask this question? If AEW doesn't exist, the WWE tease WrestleMania in the UK? This... They don't tease it. They may still run it, but they wouldn't be teasing it now. Yeah, well, yeah. you know. Because they usually AEW, like to just announce things. Yeah, AEW on the verge of, you know, 75,000 tickets for Wembley and they haven't announced anything yet. Oh, look, I don't think anything they announce is going to sell extra tickets. I think the fact that they're there is what sells the tickets. Yeah. So, um, But, uh, yeah, I think uh, WWE don't announce it in advance, definitely. If AEW doesn't exist and aren't running Wembley, I can't say yes or no whether they run. Like, I think they are determined to run in more places. So maybe. Why? Why wouldn't you? You look. You look at the crowds that when the the UK crowd or the European crowds, they are on another level. Well, you've seen it, Puerto Rico, as well. That crowd. Um, even if it's not a WrestleMania, they should be. If they had a WrestleMania here, they would get a hundred thousand of the MCG. 
for people would travel for WrestleMania, but what the thing is, um, London won't pay you to come there. So That's... WWE get paid by like if Melbourne want WrestleMania, yeah, our government will pay for it. London don't do that because they don't need it. They're already the biggest tourist destination in the world, so they won't pay WWE to be there. How much so, is it? About twenty twenty five million dollars or something. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think the Victorian state government could go. Well, not in the current, not in the current, not in the current budget. What's another twenty million on top of the billions? It doesn't matter. Let's bring <laughs> WrestleMania here. Dan's extra, isn't it? <laughs> Just don't get the CFMEU involved. Uh, AEW Fight Forever was released, Lyle, and I believe you've been watching it or playing it. <laughs> I've been playing it. My uh, my family's been watching me play it. This is a is this, this a sequel to Backstage Assault? Uh, no, no. This is more <laughs> on the lines of Here Comes the Pain. The gameplay is really fun. The yeah. in-game graphics are good. The gameplay is really good. Yeah, the, the loading screens, I don't know what art design that is because it all looks terrible. And the cutscenes <laughs> um, look very, like a little bit thrown together. The storyline mode, only takes a couple of hours, which is probably its biggest downfall. Um, but the gameplay is really good. It, it, it was that good. It made me buy WWE 2K, the new one, 23, because I wanted a bit more of the story. Yeah, well, two, story. 2K 23 was a good game. Um... Yeah, and I haven't bought a WWE game for years because, you know, they, they shit the bed a bit. That real 2020 was uh, a masterpiece. What are you talking about? <laughs> they, they're still fixing the, they're still patching those bugs. No, so but this is like a simple, easy pick up and play. Um, you know, I know they're going to patch it and add on things. You know, Stadium Stampede is going to be patched in, and you know, more downloadable characters and stuff. You know, and to create a wrestler, obviously, it's not as big as the WWE. Um, one, but you know, obviously that's a near, what is it, near two decades of WWE games. So for the first outing, I was I was pleasantly surprised. And the gameplay is how I want to play it. It reminded and me of the old, old school games. Not tough. Good that they got it um, on time and under budget. That's it. No, nah, they've, they've got unlimited money, so it doesn't matter about budgets. Everything. There's always budgets. Well, it's obvious because if they didn't have a budget, every wrestler would be wrestling for them and WWE wouldn't exist. <laughs> True. Uh, hey, yeah. uh, tell us about the Australian wrestling magazine, Feed the Gorilla. Yeah, so there's a. it's been around for years, Feed the Gorilla, yeah. Dan Leonard's uh, zine. Um, I was sent a copy kindly by Dan in the mail. Um it's good. It's very good. There's like a write-up on how bad Ric Flair's last match is. Uh, that's quite funny. Um, and some other reviews on some Australian stuff as well as uh, some good historical art- articles. He's a good writer, Dan. So um, if you want a copy of it, send an email to dann.lenard at gmail.com. That's Leonard at gmail.com. And he can send you a PDF of it. Uh, definitely well worth a read. I highly recommend it. Excellent. Beautiful stuff. All right, let's uh, preview what is going to be one of the uh, bigger weekends for MCW Ballroom Brawl. It is every year. Always a Are massive you coming, Tony? Nice. Sorry? Are you coming? Uh, there are no tickets left. No, I've got, I've got one for you. Oh, have you? Hmm. Then... Uh, I possibly may. Sounds sounds like he's stalling to find an excuse. He's trying to find a. So is, he doesn't want to hang out with us. Are you working Saturday night, Tony? No, no, I've only got tomorrow night at the G. So you so got we'll Saturday see, night off. So we'll see you in Thornbury. We you see probably you Thornbury. will. Why wouldn't you, mate? Everyone loves a rumble. I know this is going to be a ripper, a really big yeah. night. Well, I mean, obviously Can't... we've already covered the main event to death. Yeah. Um, buddy versus. Well, that's not hope to death. We hope that it doesn't go down. Probably that. not. Well, who knows, Tony? Um, they both hit each other very hard, those two guys. So anything's yeah, possible. Wow. Um, but like some other really good matches on the card as well. 
I'm just trying to bring him up. Well, of course, the ballroom brawl, the 20-man 20 20 ballroom brawl with the winner getting the uh, opportunity to use their lucky ticket against the heavyweight champion at some point throughout the year. Whether that be yeah. Buddy or Tommy. I'll tell you, the one I'm looking forward to, Delta for the Women's Championship versus Jarvis. I believe it's hair versus title as well. Hmm. So, Jarvis is going to look really good, bold. So Jarvis is going to look really good. Full head of hair, women's title around his waist. The Delta is going to be bald. No, no, only Jarvis goes bald if he loses. Oh, okay. Oh, title yeah, versus lose. hair. Yep. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Perea versus the Velocities. That's a banger. That's a banger. Cracking match. We've got Jimmy Townsend versus Nick Armstrong. Is that a second chance match? Didn't, didn't Nick Armstrong lose a little lose a loser leaves town match last show? Yeah, and he left town. He's coming back this month. Is that how it works? Oh, maybe it's just like he had to go catch his flight. Yeah, it was like Tony going to Bali to Darwin back to Bali. Yeah, you know? right. It's like so watching. Um, it's like who's watching Nickelback versus uh, Blink One Eighty Two. These two guys <laughs> looking at the um, photo. Yeah, well, who's, who's your pick, Tony, for the ballroom brawl, mate? Uh, yep. Yeah. Cracker Jack. <laughs> That'll be I'm a on, surprise. I'm I've, been, I've been away. I don't even know who's in us. I'm on Slex. Oh, oh well, if Slex is in it, then I'm going Slex. I'm on, I'm on the gift, Robbie Thorpe. Debut win. Debut win. Some company has to strap a rocket to this guy. He could be the face, not only of Melbourne wrestling, of Australian wrestling. Put the rocket to him. Someone's going to do it, and someone's going to do it before the other companies do. Well, I'll collect all of your money next week when Slex wins. Mm. Okay. All right. Big big Uh, Slex energy. We will owe you. Is um, that it? Yeah, I didn't bother looking up what's on because um, I'm lazy. You can look it up on <laughs> look it up for yourself on social media. You I bastards. didn't do the run sheet today, Tony. So uh, no. read out where it says upcoming events, Tony. Uh, look it up on social media, you lazy bastards. Exactly. <laughs> Support a wrestling show near you. That's what we're saying, guys. Great to catch up again. It's been too long. It has been. I'll see you on Saturday at Ballroom Brawl. Look forward to it. See you there, Lyle. See you there, guys. All right. We'll uh, catch you right here on the turnbuckle.